Welcome to episode 29 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that, to tell you the truth, I did not expect to talk about. But this is a topic that I really feel that we all really need right now more than ever, because I feel that social media, while bringing connections, has created some unintended consequences. From what I've noticed in myself and others, I've noticed that social media seems to create feelings of self-loathing, shame, comparison, inadequacy. And I feel like it's a real problem. And the funny thing is that even if you're not on social media, it seems like it's just the culture in our society now where we're all feeling this. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be blaming social media. But for whatever reason, I feel like there's a problem going on now. And for today's episode, I feel like it's very important today to talk about self-love because I want you to know that even if your house is a disaster, and while I'm recording this, you can bet that mine is, and even if your kids aren't perfect and Instagram worthy, and truthfully, whose kids are, you, my friend, are enough. You are more than enough. You are wonderful and you are perfect exactly as you are. It's funny because this morning I was going through some different ideas on what I wanted to talk to you about, and I had one idea that I thought was totally perfect, and I'm rolling my eyes as I say perfect. You know we're not supposed to do that. But anyway, I was starting to write my topic, and the outline just didn't feel right. Something felt off. And that doesn't usually happen. Usually things flow. So I pivoted, and I thought of you. And my intuition told me, it was like screaming in my mind, that what you needed, you, my dear friend, who are listening to this podcast right now, today, here and now, that you needed self-love. And then you know what I did? I procrastinated big time. And you know me by now, and I don't often procrastinate anything that has to do with this podcast because I love it so much. But I have to tell you that this topic really intimidates me. And I thought, if this intimidates me, this is even more of a reason that we need to talk about it. Because truthfully, who isn't intimidated by self-love? And the funny thing was that while I was procrastinating and wondering where even to start on this topic, as luck would have it, one of my coaching clients had this very issue come up. What are the chances, right? But this showed me how important this topic is because self-love or the lack of it, it affects almost all of us. It's actually the core of why we allow certain things into our lives and also why we're not taking action on other things. And I really believe that you are listening to this episode for a reason. You're listening because you needed to hear this episode today. And I hope that what I have to say today really resonates with you. Now, first, let's talk about why we all need self-love. So to talk about why we need self-love, we actually have to first talk about what happens when we don't have self-love. 
And before we even begin, I'm going to tell you that I'm as guilty as this as anyone, but we're learning this together and we're going to get better at this, okay? So let's talk about a mom who doesn't have self-love and let's talk about what she looks like. So she starts her day waking up way too early. I usually start my day at 4.50 in the morning. I know, gross, right? The alarm clock doesn't even say five o'clock. Disgusting. But anyway, she's exhausted. She forces herself out of bed and gets stressed. She's wearing clothes that she has had for forever, but they're good enough and she's really too busy to care. Next, mom gets her kids ready for school. And even though her clothes I talked about were really old, her kids' clothes are new and beautiful, and they look so cute in them that she's smiling. Her kids look so adorable, and it makes her so happy. So they have a hectic morning, because really, what morning isn't hectic? And then they get into her car, which is also a total mess. There's trash everywhere. And she drops her kids off at school, and then she goes to her busy job. She goes to work, and at work, she gives 100%. She knocks out work assignments. She attends high-level meetings. She offers suggestions that move projects forward. She works so hard that she doesn't even take a lunch break because there is so much to do. And she's got to get it done because, of course, she has to pick up her kids at the end of the day, and she has to do it on time, like we all do, right? At the end of her exhausting day, she picks her kids up from school, she makes dinner, she cleans up from dinner, she helps the kids with their homework, she talks to her husband for, oh, about five minutes in between all this, and it's actually a really good day for her today, and she has a little extra energy, so she even cleans the house a little bit, but she's a little too tired to do more. The kids go to bed and she finally relaxes a little bit on her phone or TV. And then she's off to bed kind of late. It's no wonder it's late. Look at all the things that she had to do. And then tomorrow the cycle starts all over again. Now, does this mom sound familiar? (laughs) She's really familiar to me, except for one little thing. My car is clean. But she may sound like you too. And this is a mom who doesn't have a lot of self-love. What gave it away? I'm curious if you noticed what gave it away. Now, I want to point out before I get started that it's possible that some of the symptoms that she's showing could be related to something else and it's not a lack of self-love. But for the sake of this example, let's not be so technical and worry about that for now. Here are a few things that showed me that she was lacking self-love. First, she wasn't delegating. Did you notice that she did everything for the kids while also working, making dinner, cleaning up? No one was helping, even though she had a partner. Doesn't that sound familiar? The next thing that you may have noticed is she didn't do anything healthy for herself the whole day. She didn't take a walk. She didn't chat with a friend she didn't even take her lunch break. I hope that stood out for you when I said that story, by the way. We're going to talk more about that. But did you also notice that she put everyone else first? Her kids had these adorable clothes, yet she was wearing clothes that she didn't even like. 
I found this great quote from Carrie Ann Brown that really helps to describe what self-love means. Here's what she writes. She writes, when you hold yourself in high esteem, you're more likely to choose things that nurture your well-being and serve you well. These things may be in the form of eating healthy, exercising, or having healthy relationships. So what this quote means to me is that when you have self-love, you're going to take care of yourself. You're going to do things that nourish you. And you're going to treat yourself with respect. Now, like I mentioned, it's possible there are other factors at play if you live the life I described. For example, what if your spouse is disabled? Or what if he has a crazy work assignment and he can't help? Or maybe your boss requires you that you work through lunch. There could be a million things, so don't take this example so literally. But I do ask you to do something, my friend. I want you to open your mind and just consider a possibility. Can you do that for me? Can you just open your mind and just step into a thought, okay? I want you to consider the possibility. Is it even remotely possible that similar things like this are going on in your life because you don't have a lot of self-love? Is it possible? So keep your mind open because maybe you're spending time on money on other people because you may not feel worthy of spending that time and money on yourself. Maybe you self-consciously feel that you have to be the one to do everything because your spouse is so tired and he already has so much to do. You have so much empathy for him, right? Maybe you work through lunch so you don't disappoint others. You want to get everything done. But what about yourself? Where are you in this equation? Because truthfully, I am not seeing a whole lot of self-love here. Instead, I'm seeing a lot of self-sacrifice. And I know you can give me like a million reasons why this isn't true. Why you have a really good reason for putting other people first, for not delegating, for not treating yourself well. But I'm asking you to please open your heart and listen to my words. I want you to step into the possibility that you may put yourself last, not because you have to, but maybe because you lack a little self-love. And I know this may be a hard concept for you to take in, and maybe you're feeling a little hurt right now. I hope from the tone of my voice, you could hear that I'm talking to you with love because I am hugging you. I am telling you this out of love. And in this episode, you may be seeing the truth for the first time ever. And while you're sitting here in shock because you never realized that these things were a lack of self-love, just know that I am holding your hand because the first step in life before you change anything is to first realize what's going on. And I'd love to share with you my story when I had this realization for myself. In this episode, I've already alluded to the issue that I have a really hard time with keeping my house clean. So while others struggle with exercise and eating healthy, ah, <laughs> those things are actually really easy for me. They're like second nature. But keeping my house clean, it feels like it could never happen. And that's true for all of us. We all have our things that are just really hard for us. But to make the situation worse, 
I have a very, very close friend who shines in this area. She is amazing at keeping her house clean. I'm telling you, she could literally put her house on the market tomorrow and not have to do a thing. She has no clutter. Everything is perfect. It's really like a dream come true. I fantasize about being like this. And one time I went to her house and I was triggered. And I have to tell you that truthfully, every time I see her home, I feel a bit badly about my own. And then one day it hit me and I realized, do you know why her house is clean and mine isn't? It has nothing to do with the fact that she doesn't have kids and I do because she always has a clean house. There's never any excuse or situation when she doesn't. And I remember looking at her house and realizing that her self-love was reflected in her home. She loved herself too much to have a messy house. Her neat house reflected that she felt like she was an important person. She was lovable and she deserved a wonderful house. Wow, (laughs) that was a total truth bomb when I saw that. I kind of get the chills even telling you that story. Because I'm really good at putting other people first. My work assignments get done no matter what. My kids get my attention. My bills get paid. But my house? Even though it's driving me crazy? Yeah, not so much. But when I looked at my friend's house and I saw how much pride she took in a calm house and everything is organized, that's when I realized That's when I realized that when you love yourself, you treat yourself well. You buy clothes you love. You exercise. You have friends who support you, not friends who tear you down. You set up your boundaries and you say no when somebody wants you to do something that you disagree with. And like I said in the example, you keep your house clean because it honors you. But when you don't have self-love, I personally believe that you see it in all areas of your life. Because when you do have self-love, right, you treat yourself well. You are an important person. As I said that, I noticed that I put my back straight. My posture got better just saying that. Because it's true. You believe that you are important. You would take your breaks at lunchtime. Now, maybe not every single time. I don't mean that your house will never be a mess or you'll never miss a workout. But you wouldn't have this martyr complex. And I really believe that our society has made moms feel like we have to martyr ourselves. It's no wonder so many of us don't have self-love because as moms, we're supposed to be giving to everyone, our children, our spouses, our work. We think we're doing the right thing when we martyr ourselves. But my friend, a lack of self-love isn't helping anyone. It is not helping you or me to feel more balanced. It's not helping you to be healthier. It's not helping you to be a better mom. It is getting in your way. And when you don't have self-love and instead you put everyone first except for yourself, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time setting boundaries. You're going to have a hard time asking for help, setting positive examples for your kids, even staying healthy. You're also going to have a hard time being like me and maintaining a clean house 
because everyone and everything is more important than you. And we need to put their needs in front of ourselves. And truthfully, sometimes we do need to put our kids first. But sometimes, and you know this, that's a cop out. We make excuses. Of course, we can't go to dinner with our friends ever because our kids need us. Now, that's different than, let's say, if your kids have a play and they're putting on a production and we go out to dinner with somebody. You know not to miss the recital. But on a normal evening when everything is just regular, why can't you occasionally go out and meet a friend? We're creating this barrier on ourselves. Nobody is making us martyr ourselves but us. So let's talk about how we can create self-love in your life. And as I was thinking about this and researching how to go about this, I really felt like a step-by-step process wouldn't work for this type of issue. Because for me, a lack of self-love looks like a messy house. I don't love myself enough to keep it clean and organized. It also shows up for me that I have a hard time delegating. So if something needs to get done, even if there are others who are completely capable of doing it, I don't want to bother them. But for you, it could look completely different. It could look like a lack of healthy eating. I feel like self-love shows itself differently for everyone. So to create self-love, I recommend that you start with one way that you could demonstrate to yourself that you matter. You don't need to start with anything big. Look at things that show that you don't have self-love and start there. And start really small. Maybe make your car just a little neater or take your lunch break on occasion. Or maybe if you don't eat healthy, maybe start eating one fruit a day. The smaller, the better, because the smaller the action is, the more likely it is that you're actually going to do it. And when you do that small action, remind yourself that you're doing it out of self-love. You are taking care of yourself because you love yourself. That thing that you used to not be able to do, like let's say clean your car because you felt like you had to, is now something that you want to do. Let me show you how this works in my life. So now when I clean, instead of thinking to myself that I'm doing disgusting work that I have to do, I tell myself that I'm honoring myself, (laughs) really, that I'm cleaning to make myself have a beautiful home environment because I love myself. And can I tell you how much better this makes cleaning? It's an act of self-love now. It's an act of self-care. It's not something I'm forced to do because no one else will do it and the house is looking like a tornado hut. No, I remind myself that I'm cleaning because I'm important and I deserve a beautiful, clean house because I matter, because I'm important, because I deserve beautiful things in my life. Now, wouldn't this totally change the energy of whatever it is that you're struggling with? You're now doing this hard thing that's usually really hard for you out of love for yourself. I cannot wait for you to start doing this because you're not going to believe how life-changing this is. Now, I have one more suggestion on how you can incorporate self-love into your life. Besides stepping into it, as I just mentioned, I want you to focus also on how you talk to yourself because how you talk to yourself really, really matters. 
You could be changing everything in your life. You could be taking care of your health, setting boundaries, delegating, doing all those things we talked about, but still not have self-love because your inner dialogue may not be so loving. And if you're like most people, unless you've consciously worked to change this, the way you talk to yourself is probably not so pretty. So consider this. To develop self-love, try to talk to yourself in a way that you would talk to a very close friend. For example, if you made a mistake with something, instead of beating yourself up, think about what a close friend might say to you. So I actually do this exercise so much when I coach other people, and it's amazing how powerful it is. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a beautiful, sweet, and loving person. You would never talk to somebody in a nasty way. If somebody made a mistake, you would never tell them that they were stupid or that nobody loves them or they're ugly or whatever it is that you beat yourself up with. So next time you catch yourself saying this to yourself, think to yourself, what would a good friend say to me after I made this mistake? And then go ahead and talk nicely and compassionately to yourself because that is self-love. That is so important. And if you've never done this before, it could feel really weird and awkward, but keep doing it because pretty soon it's going to be a habit and it's going to be a really, really good habit. And this is such an important skill that it literally, you can't overpractice it. And if this is something you struggle with or you want to hear more about, go back to our episode on self-compassion, which is episode 19. It's called Self-Compassion is the Art of Being Kind to Yourself. And in that episode, we really focus on how you can talk to yourself in a nicer way. But for now, I want you to remember to just talk to yourself like a good friend would talk to you. It's that easy. If you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up. Don't talk harshly because that is not self-love. Instead, just tell yourself the same thing that a good friend would say to yourself. I hope that sounds really doable and something that you're going to start doing regularly. It's such a game changer. Okay, my friend, this was a really big episode. Developing self-love is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. It took you your whole life to learn to not love yourself. So learning to love yourself is going to be gradual. And after listening today, if you realize that it's something that you need to work on, as I mentioned, just dip your toe in. Start doing things slowly to show that you matter. And above all, don't forget to talk nicely to yourself because that is going to make all the difference. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you and I love you so much. I look forward to hearing now how much you're going to love yourself. I'll talk to you next time.